0: Welcome to Radical Life, Rick and Robin. We are sitting here again in the studios, and today I'd like to talk about something because it's Wednesday here. I don't know when you're listening, what day of the week you're picking this up. Because it's Wednesday, We're between Tuesday, which I'm referring to Tuesday now as Takeout Tuesday. For years, it's been Taco Tuesday. You know, takeout
1: Tuesday, takeout right? Tuesday. We gotta support, gotta
0: support the economy. Support somebody by going and getting some some takeout tacos. How about that? Takeout tacos on Tuesday. There. Taco. Tuesday takeout.
1: Say that 10 times fast.
0: Once was enough. <laughs> and I don't think it was really all that fast that I said it. But it, no. and it isn't even Tuesday. It's Wednesday, it Wednesday. And tomorrow is what's known by many as throwback Thursday. Now, here for us at Radical Life, We've not yet done a Throwback Thursday, but we are going to. We want do to. Do one. We want to do one. Yes. And on our Throwback Thursdays, what we want to do is bring in somebody who was a part of the Radical Life Support Band back in the day. There's a lot of them out there. There's, I'm sure there's well over 100 that could be brought in, sat down with, and have them share their story with us. So, mm-hmm. Anyway, we're on Wednesday, and what I'd like to talk about today is when is a great time to start something? All right. And, you know, typically when you think of starting something, you're starting something new. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might be going back and grabbing something that's old and starting it again. You know, they restart. That would be a restart. But today I'd like, a, like to talk about something concerning starting new things, starting something. There are people that want so badly to be doing something different than what they're doing. They know they're getting up and they're just going and they're just doing a job. And they're not happy about their job. They're not you know whether they've been doing it a week, a month, a year or half their lifetime, they're just they're just not happy about what they're doing. A lot of people. A lot of people and it's been said that if you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. Well, there's a whole lot of people going, well, never enjoyed what I do or I haven't enjoyed it for a really long time. So obviously I'm working because, you know, I'm not enjoying it. For those who love what they do, it's like they can't get started early enough in the day, and they find it hard to stop at the end of the day. So many of them just become workaholics. Crazy. They can't stop. And and then Friday rolls around, and, and the thought of not working Saturday and Sunday is just kind of killing them. So they do. They go to work on Saturday, and then they struggle like crazy to not go to work or not to do anything or think about their work on Sunday. Oftentimes, you know, you're rolling towards the end of a year and you think about, well, New Year's is coming up and it's a time for resolutions. It's a time to start something. Maybe, maybe, you know, what I think they found, though, is when something starts new on January 1st, usually by January 21st, it's done. And if, if you had a three-week three plan to do something, I guess that's that's fine.
1: It's but, good intention.
0: Yeah. The good intention, new startup thing that they did, whether it's going to the gym, eating a certain way, running, whatever, that thing they started, it's over. It's like three something weeks. you know
1: you would like to do or need to do or want to do. Well, I don't know if it's right. really you want to do it because if you really want to do something, you make it happen.
0: If you really want to do it, you make it happen. And I'm thinking when is a good time to start something, but right now. Today. Right now. Today, here we are in the middle of something that I have been hearing a whole lot of people say. They have never seen before in their life. They've never seen the world come to what many are saying. This world has come to a screeching halt. I mean, it's it's a big thing. But I'm specifically going to talk today about this being a good time to start something. You know, you may have something on your heart. You may have something that's been in your mind for a long time. Something that's been percolating. Something that has been baking in the oven of your soul that you so badly would like to do. It may just be something as simple as a hobby. It might be something as simple or as grand as a business where you're going to need others to help you and you're really not sure if it's going to be one, two, or three people to help you. We have people that have started things in our lifetime that are employing 10, 20, and 30,000 people to help them with their dream, with their vision, with their call that was inside of them to do. When I think of starting something new and I think of the Bible, Right away, there's a specific book in the Old Testament that comes to my mind. And over the years, as I have spoke from this book, as I've been traveling, I'll ask people the question. You know, usually I'll have to be in a a religious setting, you know, church setting where I ask this question. But I'll ask, from what book of the Bible does the verse, the joy of the Lord is our strength? What book of the Bible does that come from? Oh, of course, right away, the number one answer, Psalms. It's okay. got to come from the book of Psalms, if anywhere, because Words. the joy of the Lord. And who said it? David. Uh, David of right course. there in the book of Psalms. And I go ding, 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 wrong. It is not found in the book of Psalms. I'll ask the next question What book of the Bible holds the most personal prayers? Again, what do you think is the number one answer?
1: Personal prayers. Personal
0: prayers. By one
1: person? By
0: one person. What?
1: Yeah, what, what seems what, like it would be David again. David again, why?
0: Because he's a prayer, he's a singer, he's a psalm writer. Right. And I say, ding, 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 ding. Wrong again. The personal prayer book, the book that holds the words, the joy of the Lord is our strength, is that little tiny book in the Old Testament called Nehemiah.
1: Nehemiah.
0: Nehemiah was a cupbearer, it says, to the king. I'll never forget the first time I sat and read the whole book of Nehemiah. I'll remember where I was at. I remember how old I was. I remember the job I was doing. I remember the calling that was on my life. And when I read that book of Nehemiah, the words jumped off the pages and into my heart. And I couldn't get enough of it. I couldn't read enough of it. I couldn't share enough from it. Here I am. Oh, I'm gonna say about thirty-five years later, still sharing from the book of Nehemiah. If you've got your Bibles, find that little book of Nehemiah. Read it. Do it in one setting. You can do it. It's really sharp. You don't have a Bible, grab your phone. Google the book of Nehemiah. Read it. Listen to somebody else, read it to you. If you're not a reader, you're like, I'm not a reader. Well, you're a listener. You're listening to us. We know you're a listener. Nehemiah was cupbearer to the king. That meant he was one of the highest people in the kingdom. Why? Because he was right next to the king. He made sure the king didn't eat anything poisonous. He was in charge of the king's personal life. Cupbearer to the king. Nehemiah though got a visit from his brother, and his brother had bad news. He told him about the condition of their hometown. When he heard of the condition, that it broke his heart. It saddened him. It drove him to prayer. And one day he appeared before the king, and the king says, what's wrong, Nehemiah? What's going on? Well, and he, and he struggled just a little bit to get it out, and the king says, the sickness you have is, doesn't seem to be a sickness of the body, but a sickness of the heart. What's going on in your heart, Nehemiah? And Nehemiah shared with the king, with a little bit of fear and trembling, he shared with him that he was saddened by the condition of his hometown. And the king says, what do you want to do about it? The Bible says that Nehemiah shot up a quick prayer. Because here I'm being asked by the king, what do I want to do about my hometown in disrepair? And I mean, it wasn't just a few hinges broken here and there. It is walls that were knocked down. The city was exposed to every enemy. They had no safety in the city. After telling the king what he wanted to do, the king went even beyond doing for Nehemiah more than what Nehemiah thought. Nehemiah was given letters from the king for the wood that he needed from the king's forest. The king sent him away with a brigade of soldiers, with an army of, of men, to give him safe passage back to his hometown. He went back to the hometown, and he led his hometown in the raising of the new walls. Something that hadn't nobody else had been able to do for years. Nehemiah went back in the matter of just a few weeks, rebuilt the walls. God gave him a job. He went from cupbearer to the king to governor of his hometown. Many people have something on their heart out there. And it's no small thing. You may start small. The Bible says do not despise the day of small beginnings. But you got to start. If you ever wanted to start something, now is a perfect time to do it. Do not let an excuse. Do not let any rationale. Do not let anything stop you, anybody. If something's on your heart and God's giving it to you, you got to do it you got to strike off in that direction that God's given you. It'll surprise you who's going to encourage you when you start something, and it'll surprise you who's going to discourage you. It's not always who you think. If you read that book of Nehemiah, you're going to see those who were against Nehemiah, who stood up against him. People that could have walked with him, people who could have chipped in and made the raising of the walls go even better, but instead they stood around as discouragement. And Nehemiah rose up to every single one of them. can't and I don't want to right now go into all the details, but the details of somebody starting something new at this time is a book to be written. You start something new, you ask God to bless it, you ask him to give you the wisdom, the strength, the resources, see if God will not do it. Boy, if you ever want to have a walk with God where you see God perform for you, with you, start something new. Lay out a plan, start a journal as you do it. Every day, read your journal from the day before, see where it started and see where it's taken you. We'd love to hear the stories of things that have started during this time from people. Robin, you ever started anything new in your life? You ever had a time where you were doing something and it was all right. What you were doing, it was okay. I mean it was it was good, but it wasn't
1: what really what was it wasn't really what was on your heart. I suppose I felt like most of my life just going through the motion. I've enjoyed my job as administrative assistant because it does fit into my wheelhouse. A lot like Maya. Yes, but I don't know if I ever started anything new. I've, I've had a lot of new jobs. I mean, I've worked a lot of different places, so that is new. Each time I moved a lot, and every time I moved, I got a new job. But I would have to say that until maybe even this podcast is really starting something brand new. Right. And it's so brand new that I have no experience to draw on.
0: When was the last time you sat behind a microphone with a pair of headsets on?
1: Oh, never. Never.
0: So you started no. something very Being new.
1: an admin assistant, I've been doing that all my life. Suppose I started it new when I was a teenager, but this is radically new. Right. And, and you think how can I start something radically new? But we're so fortunate in today's age that you could Google anything and they tell you how to start it. My so, daughter right
0: now is, for the first time in her life, right. a homeowner. And she is doing work in her house, around the outside of the house, to the yard. She's doing stuff she's never done before. And I'd call her up. I'll call her up and say, hey, honey, what you working on today? And she'll say, oh, dad. And she'll tell me about a project she's on. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. How'd you learn how to do that? Oh, I just YouTubed it. Right. <laughs> YouTubed it.
1: If you just have to look at it and then break it into little pieces and start working on it. Think about what order you need to do it. Write it down. Get advice. And don't let the naysayers change your mind.
0: And, and you don't have to buy every tool in, no, in, at, the, to at the store. Try to do it
1: inexpensively uh, at first. So my daughter goes cool.
0: down to the library. There is a tool L-
1: library. Oh, I didn't know that. I bought yeah, right. Wow. She goes to a tool library and checks out tools that she needs for the day. You can go on Facebook groups and ask questions, and people will tell you this is the way to do it. This is the cheapest way to do it. We have the highest quality, but it's
0: you a know, homeowner specials. What a you're home- talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know what those are like. We know
1: what homeowner specials are. So, right. so.
0: hey, even better yet, you're just cleaning up a place that may oh. have been in disrepair.
1: Yeah, maybe like- something new is. The doing United the landscaping country. you've always wanted to do. Right.
0: <laughs> or just doing landscaping in a yard that needs it. and Neighbors love you. Mm-hmm. They just love you. Mm-hmm. You're, you're bringing up the value of the properties in the neighborhood. You don't want to be the guy that or the gal that people go, oh, there goes the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You want to be the one
1: man, look what they did to the
0: neighborhood.
1: But you're talking with Nehemiah about stuff that really moves your heart.
0: Oh, man. Yes. Really? And that's what I believe everybody could do. Everybody... It's not just for those people over there or that guy or, you know, that was his dream. No, what's your dream?
1: There's a lot of new things you can do to just touch a person's
0: heart. During this time that we're in with all the stuff that's going on and all the bad news, you can rise up and do good new stuff.
1: I actually have felt that there's a lot of... People being moved by God to be creative. Right? Yes. In so many ways. Creative in ways they would say they never had the time mm-hmm. or they thought they never had the time to do. They're learning how to play new instruments. It's an amazing time. A lot is going to come out of this. A lot. A lot. Good. It's I believe out it. of this,
0: ladies and gentlemen, Radical Life. <laughs>
1: Woo!
0: Radical Life.